Are you a creative? I think you are. And that's why you should join my circle community, the Creative Study Lounge. Listen, we all know how social media is right now with all the lying, the bots, the ads, the shadow banning, your posts not getting seen, the requests from people you don't know, the strange activities. Social media is a mess right now. So that's why I decided to create a community just for creatives where we can get down and talk about writing, video games, art, development, things in popular media, whatever we want, or just some nonsense. There's a place for it all. It's at the Creative Study Lounge. And while you're there, you can get the merch, send me questions, comments, ideas, and you can generally support the podcast. Check the links in the description. We'll be adding more as time goes along, but hey, it's a good thing. CreativeStudyLounge.com or check the links in the description. Once again, that's CreativeStudyLounge.com or check the links in the description. And you won't have to listen to this dumb advertisement. Now let's get on with the program. Be remarkable or GTFO. Get the out. That is the only option you have. That is the only option. If you're thinking about doing anything, you're thinking about trying anything, you're thinking about changing anything, you're thinking about making the world move, you're thinking about pushing the needle forward, you're thinking about making a mark on somebody, you're thinking about improving your environment. In reality, you have to be remarkable or don't even try. That's your only option. And that's what you've got to deal with. And we're talking about this in the creative sense because we are creatives and we create the environment around us, the world that we live in, and the situations that we find ourselves facing. This is all created by us. We are builders, we are artists, we are artisans, we are creators and creatives all alike. And that is what creation and creativity is all about, making change. And if you think about it, if you make no change, then no one's gonna say anything, and you are, by definition, not remarkable. I'm gonna get into that a little deep, today, or maybe not too deep because it's late and I don't feel like being here, but I'm here anyway. That's what we're going to talk about today on Creativity Threads Life. I am your host, Mr. Benja. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for following along. This is a project I want to start and knock out and really make a part of my general process. So definitely appreciate everybody who's followed along on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and who's checking the thing out. Definitely thank you to those people. Some, some other you have checked out the website. Some of you who know me from my email newsletter have checked me out. Thank you there as well. Thank yous all around. And I want to keep doing this regardless or not if you're there. But if you are there, thank you. So today, I will be discussing this concept of being remarkable as a creative. So I know you guys don't like talking about resolutions. I figured that out. No one's really responded to my resolution talk, and that's a shame. Because it's not about the new year. It's not about January 1st. It's not about, you know, some baby and some ball dropping and some old man. It's not about all that. It's about you resolving to make a change. But I wanted to step back from that a little bit because it wasn't getting the right reaction. But the message is still sound. And one thing that I did want to make sure that I touched upon was this idea of being remarkable. And I have a whole concept on this, and I'll, I'll sell it to you later. I'll package it up and put it out. But this concept of a resolution that is remarkable, a remarkable resolution, you heard it here first. No matter what you're trying to do, no matter what you're thinking about instituting, no matter what you think about trying to accomplish, 
does it really matter if it's not remarkable? And I don't mean necessarily people talking about it or people recognizing you. I mean, literally, is what you're doing going to cause a remark? Is it strong enough of a resolution that it causes a mark? Is it strong enough of a change that you're bringing that you're going to make somebody remark on it? Now, why would you worry about what anybody else thinks? You don't. Let's get that out of your head first. What I'm saying is, and I'll illustrate it with the story. Years ago, I decided that I wanted to really get into resolution. So I started doing these things and I started realizing along the way I, was, I would change my process. I would change what I was thinking about. I would alter course and that's fine to do. I'd break out the clipboard and start noticing what was being updated, what wasn't, what was working, what needed to be changed, what should stay the same, et cetera. And what I came to find is that people weren't really checking for what I was talking about. They're like, yeah, whatever. He's just saying stuff. So I stopped saying things. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to say anything to people because they don't understand who I am, where I'm coming from, what I'm about, what I'm doing. They don't really get it. They're not me. So what I talk about isn't really going over the way that I want them it to. And they're responding in a way that's frankly getting in the way of my own progress. So let me just stop telling people about my resolutions. This was the initial impetus for this. I don't care if you follow resolutions or not. This is still good information. Follow along. So I stopped telling people my resolutions. Now, what that did is it freed me up to work on myself without worrying about charting my progress for other people's benefit or recognition. I could just do my thing. And I was, I was happy about that. Sometimes it worked out right. Sometimes it didn't. And I was starting to learn and experiment and understand why things were happening the way they were. But as I was going along, I was making the resolve, building the, my resolute nature to do things. And what I noticed is that the things that I was really heartfelt about, the things that I really strongly held on to, those things made enough of a change in me that I, I totally wasn't worried about anybody else. Totally wasn't worried about anything. What I noticed is that people would stop at some point and say, you know what? You've gotten a little slimmer. And I'm like, you're damn right. Yes, I have. Some people would stop me and say, hey, I like your shoes. Because I started worrying a little more about fashion at some point. And I was like, you're damn right. Those are nice shoes. Thank you. Simple things. Wore hair, more hair differently. Some people would say, you know what? I like your hair. It's like, cool. That's great. What I started noticing, though, in all this, is that people were not responding to me necessarily. They were responding to an energy that I put out that was changing the environment. And I just happened to be the focal point for that expression. And it got me to realize this. If I'm really doing something, if I'm really putting that energy out there, if I'm really making that change, if I'm really affecting things the way I think, then I will, by nature, change my environment in such a way that it communicates something to the world. It communicates something. The world makes a remark. 
the world has responded in a way that is communicated. That is what I mean by remarkable. If you're doing something and it's worth anything, the environment will respond with some sort of communication. What am I talking about? Listen, if you don't pay your bills, companies will communicate with you. If you don't pay your taxes, the U.S. government and the IRS will communicate with you. And the world can respond in a variety of ways. Your environment's going to communicate with you in many different ways. But this is the key point. Your remarkability or the remarkability of your effort, your energy, your passion is literally a condition that is attained when the world is forced to communicate on your situation. This is about getting the people going. This is about shaking things up. Quite literally, agitating energies. How does this happen? How does it play out? Tangible reactions we're talking about. If you start dressing more nicely, if you, if you come in with a different car, if you start spending more money on expensive things, people are going to assume you have money. And then people might be more inclined to ask you for help. It's like nobody asked for me for help before. Now all of a sudden you're asking me for help. Yes, that's a remark on your changes. And this isn't always for the positive either. A lot of times this happens in the negative direction and we think it's bad. But let's not get it twisted. If you're doing great at work, people might stop talking to you. They may pull back their communication from you. They may have less to say to you, but nevertheless, that's communication. Your work is so remarkable, they stop talking to you. And I'll give some examples. I was, I was on a project, a video game. I was on a video game project, and I was working on this feature. And I asked, listen, I need some time for this feature. I'm going to be working on this feature. It's going to be awesome. I won't mention the company or the feature. I don't want to incriminate anybody. But I was working on this feature and said, hey, listen, I'm going to be working on this feature. And they're like, sure, man, whatever. They didn't care. So I was like, oh, you don't care about my feature. I see that you're not communicating care back to me. All right, whatever, I'll work on it. So, and that's a side point. The remarkability shouldn't be about what you say. It should be about the change that you make in the world. I'm not talking about speaking. I'm not talking about writing. I'm not talking about acting. Just in general, if your energy causes a response. So don't try to limit it to one certain type of energy output, whatever you're trying to out. Anyway. Working on this project, working on this feature for this project. No one says anything about it. I keep on pushing it. I keep on just, I, I just get into the zone. I stop worrying about what people think. I stop worrying about the progress reports. I stop worrying about X, Y, and Z. I'm like, listen, I'm in the zone with this thing. I'm making good progress. I don't care what people say. I will listen. I will try to incorporate what you say, but I'm just working on my own thing. I'm not looking for a response. I really wasn't looking for a response at the time. And I wasn't, I especially wasn't asking or talking to people to try and get a response. Like I wasn't coming up, hey, what do you think about this feature? No, I was just doing it. 
And the project shipped with the feature. And there wasn't too much said about the feature in, in particular. And then I started seeing the reviews online. I started watching people were saying in the forums. I started looking around and hearing what the magazines had mentioned about it. They said, you know what? We like the gameplay. I was a gameplay programmer. We like the gameplay. We like how this is playing out. We like this feeling. And we'd specifically like to mention this feature. It's genius. It's incredible and makes the game great. I heard that once and was like, oh, oh, someone liked the feature, but no one told me. No one really mentioned it. Nobody brought it up. They may have asked for a few tweaks here and there, but nobody brought that feature up. And this happened multiple times. People kept telling me, yes, I, this, is, this is good. But these weren't the people I was working with. These were other outside people. I didn't ask for their opinion. It came to me. I found it online. I found it in the magazines. I found it in the real world. I found it in playtest afterwards. People were saying, I like this thing. It is good. I'm glad it's in the game. In fact, it's so good, so unique, so current, so relevant, so engaging. And it's something I wanted that I didn't even know that I want that I'm going to just speak about it because it's compelled me to do so because it's that remarkable. It's so remarkable. I had to remark on it. That turned a switch in my head. And th there was a series of steps going leading up to this and that had happened afterward. That got me on this idea of if I really want to do something, I should be able to see my change, my work, my effort, my energy reflected in the world. The world's going to remark on this thing. Otherwise, GTFOH, if you will. How about another one? I started getting good sleep and I was less cranky in the morning. I started being sure to say good morning to people. I wasn't doing this in an effort to do anything. I wanted to make that change within myself. After a while, I noticed people would start replying, hey man, how's it going in the morning? If I forgot to say it to them. I noticed that people were more likely to walk up to me and start talking. I noticed uh, people were more open with me. I was like, holy crap, I got better sleep and, and decided to be a little friendlier in the morning. And this is what happens. Yes, the world had changed according to what I did. The world was communicating itself to me. I literally put an energy out and the world reflected it back at me. You've heard this before, but I'm telling you, it's real. And it's remarkable. And then, nope, let's think about this one. Grand Theft Auto 3. For those of you who remember, it came out. Nobody was really talking about it. It was just another PlayStation 2 game amongst many. A few people knew about GTA 1 and GTA 2, but nobody really talked about it in mass. But GTA 3 came out. Next thing you know, everybody's talking. I remember playing it with a group of friends and we're all sitting down. We load the game up. There was no intro, setting up all your buttons, press start, no selection, no options menu. It literally loaded in, showed you some images and dropped you right in the game. You know what people did? They said, hey, wait a minute. We're just starting in the game. Oh, we're started now. Oh, the game is on. 
it literally just puts you in the game. And people remarked on that. They were like, I didn't know you could do that. I didn't know you could have a game without us, without the start screen, the splash screen, the intro and all that. Huh. It was remarkable. You hear about something happening on the news and you tell somebody about it. That news event was remarkable. If somebody is so funky at work that you have to tell them or somebody else, their funk is remarkable. And that's a negative kind of remarkable in case you were wondering. Grand Theft Auto 3 was recognized for its sheer brilliance. In, in, a, lot of, in a lot of factors that it just came together in such an awesome way that you had, you had no choice but to remark about it. Anytime you brought up another game, Grand Theft Auto's presence was so remarkable that you had to bring up Grand Theft Auto. So when people were talking about Call of Duty, they're like, yeah, you know, it'd be great if Call of Duty had these features like GTA 3 had. Or yeah, this new Zelda game is great. I wonder if they could really go open world like GTA 3 did. It's like, oh man, I really like this sports game. I wonder if they could add some components of GTA 3. Like, what are you talking about? It's a sports game. Why would it have any components of GTA 3? I don't know, man. I'm just saying GTA 3 was so remarkable. I had to add it into the conversation. That's how powerful the remarkability was. I've been to a lot of art shows, been in a lot of art shows. One thing is when you come out, when you're in that art show, is anyone coming by your art, looking at what you're doing, saying, hey, I had to come over here and see this for myself. I had to actually communicate with you verbally and by the act of my presence being here because somebody remarked on it. Somebody said, you know what? That's so good or that's so interesting or that's so current, relevant, engaging or desired that they spoke to me and told me to come all the way over here and look at your art. That's how remarkable your art was. I had to come over and see it. Somebody sent me over here. Is your business card so good that somebody looks at it and says, this is what I'm interested in. I'm going to act on this. I'm going to communicate with my action. Is what you're doing putting any change into the real world? Another example, Apple Vision Pro. Not too many people were talking about the Apple Vision Pro. They're like, okay, this sounds cool. This sounds interesting. But you know what they remarked on? The price. Like, Holy crap, $4,000? We're paying $4,000 for this? And then that made them stop and either complain about Apple, which is one kind of remarking, or look into it to see what Apple was doing that made it cost $4,000. Oh, 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 it does this? Oh, it does that too? Is that a bit of an overkill? I wonder what Zuckerberg's doing. Yeah, that's cool with the, you know, MetaQuest. And, but is it remarkable? Am I, am I talking about that? Not as much. Even if it's just a price tag, they're going to talk about it. And then people are talking about the fact that it sold out at that price tag. This is the definition of buzz. Once again, buzz is that vibration. If you can shake up things, if you can cause energy to vibrate at such a level that you can hear its effect in the real world coming back to you, that's remarkable. Is what you're doing remarkable? Does anyone have anything to say about anything you're doing? If you're just doing what everybody else is doing, your status quo, that's not remarkable. It's like, what'd you do today? Well, I, I went into work and I, I did work just like everybody else. Oh, so you're an employee. Yeah. Uh, okay. Now, if it's, if it's a difficult job, somebody may say, you know what? He does a difficult job. That's, he has a hard job. Okay. 
if you're working at a very interesting company, they may say, oh, that he works at interesting company motors. They're very interesting. It's like, oh, okay. That might be remarkable in itself. Like when I told people I worked for Rockstar Games, that was a remarkable fact about me. Like, oh, oh, really? Yeah, I like their games. I, uh, I played that table tennis game, really fun stuff. And they'd remark to me. Another example. And this is even a personal example. They're even social examples. When I was, when I was younger, I had a, uh, I was in the process of building a relationship with this young lady. In the process of building a relationship, right? Getting to know her, talking to her more, hanging out more, just interacting in general to see where it would go. And one thing people communicated to me over this process, as I was putting my energy out, people remarked to me, like, you know what? I don't believe you can get away with that. I'm like, get away with what? And they'd say, no, no, you, I'm, not, I'm curious of how you're getting away with treating her like that. I'm like, what do you mean? It's like, nah, you, you make a joke and she'll, she'll, she'd go off on people. But you, she's okay with it. I'm like, oh, oh, really? I like joking with everybody. It's like, yeah, yeah, I know. I know you like to joke and play around and, you know, you just, you're, you're cool. You're not, you're not being mean or anything, but she has a very different response with you than she does with other people. And I was like, oh, really? I'm causing an effect out in the real world. I couldn't tell because she didn't say anything to me. I was just doing my thing. We were just talking. So this became an interesting point because this is one of those second degree levels of remarkability where the thing that I'm trying to affect isn't necessarily communicating with me directly or not in a way that I could notice, but somebody else, not even that person, somebody else was so affected by me affecting that person that they had to come and tell me, like, hey, you know what? Nobody has the kinds of interactions with that person that you do. Nobody gets the kind of treatment from that person that you do. You know what they were telling me? I was remarkable. And let me tell you, there are places in your life where you're remarkable and you may not even know it. You may be talking too much to even hear yourself or you may be talking too much to even hear what the world is trying to say to you let alone hear yourself. What you've been working on, what you've been creating, what you've been building should be causing a tangible reaction of some sort. So think about it. When you write down your goal, when you write down your resolution, I said I wouldn't talk about resolutions, but here I am again. When you said you were going to do these things, make these changes, push this forward, you weren't saying, I'm going to go to the gym. Why? What are people going to remark? They go to the gym all the time. Do you care? You don't even care about that. You don't care that someone says he goes to the gym all the time or he shows up at church all the time. Is that what you care about? When you sit down and think about making your resolve, making your way forward, making that change in the world, what do you actually want the world to communicate back? What communicates your intention properly. Someone saying that you've lost weight, 
or even your own body telling you that, hey, listen, I can run up the steps just fine and I'm not winded. Your body will communicate back to you whether you're doing the right thing. That's what you should resolve to have. A remarkable experience. Is your family, does your family get up and run to hug you when you come home? Or are they just like, eh, whatever. You may want to resolve to change that. You don't need to tell them, oh, I feel bad. You, you might just need to do it. You might need to explain some of your actions like, hey, listen, I'm trying to accomplish this. But what you're really looking for is that remarkable response where someone actually says, hey, listen, I bought you this. I bought you this thing because I see you're working hard and I want to support. Wow, that is a remarkable reaction. Or, hey, I noticed this. I want to put you in touch with these people. Wow, that is a remarkable reaction. Or they know that you don't like certain things or that certain things are getting in the way of your progress. So you come in one day and you see that everything is gone. You're like, hey, where's the stuff that used to bother me? And they're like, hey, you know what? We moved that out of the way because we saw that you were in the zone. We saw your energy going this way. They may not say it verbally, but you look around and it's like, hey, what happened? It's like, well, we moved X, Y, and Z. And you might think to yourself, that's a remarkable reaction. I did that. Even if you didn't do it, take the credit anyway. Even if it just happened by chance, your energy is aligning with that, take the credit. Be like, boom, that's remarkable. We're going in the right direction here. We're happy. So you can sit around and say, say dumb shit all, to yourself all day. But what is the world, your body, your feelings, your expressions, the people, the actual environment, what is that saying to you? And I mentioned this a little bit in the journaling practice. When you start writing down and recording what's happened, what's going on, you start realizing, oh, the world is changing based on my energy. The world's either aligning with me or going out of alignment with me in a lot of cases. So where is your alignment? Because when you align with the right energies, you start to resonate. Your energy resonates with the energy that's out there already. And what happens when two energy waves resonate? They harmonize. They harmonize and create a new energy, a new sound, something that reverberates in the universe, in the environment. Basically, what I'm saying is if you put certain energies out, you will hear the effects of them coming back to you. And that is a good thing. Supposing you're looking for the good resonation. And hey, what if nobody remarks? What if nobody says anything? I mean, you know, what, you know what it means when you get a negative response? You're like, oh, okay, I can understand that and I can use it for my purposes. Change direction or keep going in that direction. Or I can look for the positive resonance, the things that remark positively. So somebody might say something, somebody might not. Either way, you, there's, a, there's a positive or a negative that you see. And what I mean by not, I mean they're holding back from saying anything. I don't mean they're just silent. I mean they're holding back from saying something. Like if you say something really provocative and nobody responds, then you know you may have said something so provocative that it's outside their realm of understanding or response. 
Is that where you want to stop? Maybe. I propose to you that the worst type of response that you can get, the worst type of remark that you can get is not a remark at all, where you're inconsequential. If somebody unfollows you, then you know that they've fallen out of alignment with whatever you're doing. And that could be a good thing. Let's say someone stops, someone stops inviting you out to late night parties. Why? Because you don't drink, you, you're, you're a fuddy-duddy now, you're no fun. That may be what you want, actually. You may actually want a negative response. Not like a bad response, but somebody negating your energy. You may actually want that when they step away from you. So what I'm saying is you want a response in some direction. And the worst kind of response is the null response. For those of my math followers, there's positive, negative, and there's, you know, we have numbers, right? But then there's the null response where it just isn't, there, there's just nothing. Not even a count of zero. It's just not available. You don't want non-responses. The energy, if you put energy out, the idea is that you're supposed to use that energy to move something in the world. You might make yourself feel a little better and that might be enough to put out your energy, but that's what energy is for, to make a change in the world. It's to move something. And if you're moving nothing, then what are you really doing? And then you need to reconsider what you're trying to change. Do you need to do more of the same thing? You may just need to keep chipping away at it until something happens. You may just need to keep pushing. Persevere until something happens. You may just need to keep on grinding away. You just may need to just keep on sanding down that surface until it's smooth. You may just need to keep going. But if you've got a situation where you're doing things and nothing seems to be changing, you need to find a way to get a remark from something, from yourself, from somebody else, from the world, from the physics of life, from your bank account, from your waistline, from your well-being, from your sense of peace. You need to get a response from somebody, something, some entity out there. And that is what it means to be remarkable. So you can make things more intense, make things a little hotter, or you can do more of the same thing. Sometimes that's, they're both the same. What I mean is, for example, I'm here doing podcasts. Part of what I'm doing is trying to make a better podcast. And part of what I'm doing is trying to podcast more often. That's why you see me most weeknights. So it's a twofold attack right there. The quantity and the quality are improving. And maybe people won't say it to me, but they'll say it to somebody. Uh, hey, listen, that guy, he's consistent. He always puts out good stuff. And if you don't know, ask somebody. You might have to start asking. Or maybe not directly asking because you don't want to tell people exactly what you're doing. But say, hey, what do you think about this? Or start getting, start getting information from people. 
without necessarily asking. Like once again, we don't want to come up and say, hey, how do you think this is going? You don't care what they think or what they're going to say because it will probably be a lie. They'll probably be just telling you something to make you go away or make you feel better or make themselves feel better, which is why a lot of people make you feel better so they can feel better about feeling better. You see how that goes? So you don't want to ask them directly. If you're trying to be remarkable and you want to get information about that, let's say, go back to the club example. You know, you go out with all your friends and they stop wanting to go out with you because you're a prude now, you're a fuddy-duddy, you don't like to drink, you don't do drugs with them, you don't, um, you know, you don't steal money from the tip jar. You're not like them anymore. You've outgrown whatever nonsense you were into during your club nights. You're just not into it, right? But no one's told you this, and you can't tell if you're really getting the way you want to be. It's like, okay, am I really getting there? How can I ask a question? You might say, hey, guys, listen, is there anything going on this week? Now, if they say, hey, you should come out to the club with us, then your message about being a different person might not be strong enough. But if you say, hey, guys, what's going on this week? And they all kind of, eh, you know, I was thinking about uh, buying some new shoes this week. Uh, I was thinking about this. If they don't bring up the club, if they don't bring up going out late, then you've got a reaction from them. They no longer think it's worth it or part of their idea to try to spin you on this because they just know it's not worth it. You can probably, you can see this happen with people who, are, who weren't into the church and all of a sudden they got into the church. Or going the other way. If you leave a situation and they're so sad that they try to get you back, it's like, hey, man, man, listen, we really miss you, man. Can you come back? It's like, okay, I got a little emotional response from them. They want me to come back. And they know I'm not likely to. What I'm saying is pull that response out of people. Pull that response out of the universe. That's the only way you're going to really know. Maybe, it's, maybe it takes more than one time. Maybe you need to do it for a week, a month, a year. Seth Godin said he worked on his podcast, and I mean, his blog for years. And suddenly he became the person that wrote a blog post every day. So now it's stuck with him. And that's all people think about when they think of him. They think, oh, yeah, the marketing guy. Yeah, he used to blog every day. That became part of his brand. It was seared into your mind that that's what he did. That became him. And you know, people like to talk about things that are changing. They like to talk about the news. That is what is new. If you're just being goofy and you're not really making news in your own little ecosystem, in your own little world, once again, by definition, you're not remarkable. So. I'm basically saying, resolution or not, if you're trying to make a change, it's got to be a remarkable change. What does it really mean if you can't do it to the level that somebody actually says something or the world doesn't communicate to you anything? I should show up to a place and somebody should say, you know what? You lost a lot of weight. I didn't even have to tell them I was on a weight plan or going to the gym or whatever. I don't want them to say, Hey, you buy a lot of, you buy a lot of gym equipment or, hey, uh, 
I see you going to the gym all the time and I see you wearing uh, headbands. I don't want, I don't want any of that. I want them to say, Hey, listen, you lost weight. Hey, listen, uh, we're going on a run. Would you like to come? Maybe they've never asked me that before. And they start asking me that's remarkability. So I started this practice three, four years ago in earnesty and stumbled with it for a while. And now I think I've got it down to a pretty good, pretty good habit. It's kind of a way of life now. I don't tell people, I don't tell people anything about what I'm going to be doing. I mean, I may announce some things and put some processes out there and make some announcements maybe. But I don't sit around and say, hey, guys, I'm doing this and that and that. I'm, I'm looking to get this response. No, no, no. I do, and the response happens. Do or do not. There is no try. That's, that's the whole idea behind that. Maybe I'm talking crazy. Maybe I'm not. But hopefully this meant something to you. And I'm going to wrap it up for this one. As I said, I'll probably formalize this in some way, some method, some manner, some form something that you can take with you and use in a more practical sense, because that's what I do. And to hear about those things, you need to follow along with this podcast. You need to subscribe on Apple, subscribe on Google, subscribe on Spotify. Actually, for anybody who subscribes with a Google device, let me know what platform you're using because heard Google was ending Google podcast. Uh, Stitcher got acquired and shut down, apparently. So let me know what you're using and what you're up to. Seems like Spotify is the major player right now. Also coming soon. Actually, no. Once again, I'm not I'm not announce what's coming soon. I'm just gonna bring it to you. So I got some projects lined up, some things that are coming. Um transitioning out of the resolution space, but I still have some things that I want to get out to you. Once I do that transition, there'll be some other things happening. So if you like what you see, be sure you comment, let me know. And I want to bring up this idea of um, just communicating generally with the people that I'm creating with. I don't think of myself creating something and then just giving it to you. I think of this as a collaboration. So it's me and you together. We're both collaborating on these ideas. We're both coming together to to reach more people. Uh, we're we're creating together. We're creating this. I don't even know what to call it. I don't want to call it a community exactly, but we're creating this movement where we create the worlds that we want and we're not so affected by nonsense out there. So just looking at the news, um, you know, I'm seeing a lot of people, and maybe this is a good wrap-up point. I'm seeing a lot of people just doing things for attention. And we are in the attention era. And that's, that's a trap. And what I don't want to get into is this idea of putting things out for just attention or for the idea of just making noise or for clicks or for likes. Sure, people might remark on it, but not in any good and sustaining way. Make sure that what you're getting getting to a point of remarkability is positive in your eyes, whatever that might mean. Just going around being loud and being obnoxious 
we've got a ton of that. And I don't know how much more humanity can really take before every place starts to look like Times Square or the Vegas Strip or just all the Hollywood noise that's going on. That's empty to me. I want what you create to be something truly remarkable. I want to be able to jump on your comments, jump in the DMs and say, hey, I really like what you're doing there. It moved me. Thank you for being that way. Or, hey, listen, I know you might not want to hear this, but you're doing so awesome at what you're doing that I wanted to offer some feedback. Take it or leave it. But I appreciate that you're putting stuff out there. I want to be able to have this back and forth in a positive way, not a salacious tabloid way. In this era of attention, we've got this idea of tabloid media and just nonsense going back and forth. Doesn't do a lot of good to a lot of people. It's just hot air, noise, static in the background. Uh, so I think this week I've got a few more topics to talk about and we'll round out January, do a little bit of a review. I've got some things I want to bring up with AI in the future. Elon Musk and other contentious minds, my thoughts on them. I don't generally like talking about people, but there's enough creatives out there that are case studies that need to be broken apart and dissected in the sociological sense, just so we can understand what's going on in the world right now. Obviously, people and figures are a big part of that. So you'll hear me get into a little more about individuals, some things that are going on right now, how Threads is going. As I said, I call this creativity thread life because I started this concept from Threads and what I was talking about on there. Different figures. You know, I should actually do a Steve Jobs one as well. Yeah. But social media, all these other topics, if you got any other ideas, let me know. Uh, towards the end of this, I, I like to go over some news bits, some, some things that have been happening with me. VR, AR, etc. Anyway, that's going to do it for this one. This is Mr. Benja with Creativity Threads Life. I'm here most weeknights. Thank you all for joining. Thanks, Instagram, Facebook, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, this, the edited version of this is going to be out on the podcast stream soon. Shout out to Ashley Curates Life, Strides 11, Logan B. Acting, Conoclast. Shout out to Dave Conry. Shout out to the Mike R Rita. Shout out to Ribsby. Shout out to Thunderkid Music, Morgan DeRig. Shout out to Chatterbox GC. Shout out to Real M. Just Key. By the way, that's a, oh, let me make a correction. Shout out to Chatterbox CGC. Shout out to Kwanzaa. Shout out to E. Warren, Joe Four. Shout out to Denise. Hey, thanks for showing up on Threads. Shout out to Sunshine5471. Random shout outs from my Threads family. Appreciate all of you. Thanks for coming through. Anyway, this is it. I'm done. I'm gone for real this time. Peace, and I'll see you next time.